MLM Nation, episode 202. I think the more relatable you are and to show people that you're human, the more people will connect and want to join with you and your team and want you to coach them in your program. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fried up to bring our special guest today, especially because she's a single mom with three boys. And most of you know, I got three boys, and it's life's an adventure. And I don't know how a single mom could do with three boys and still build a very, very successful network marketing business. So, Bridget Bartley. Are you ready to make it happen? Hi, Simon. I'm ready. Bridget Bartley is a professional network marketer and mother of three boys. As someone who was driven and motivated, Bridget had a desire to own her own business and travel. And the thought of going to a job just didn't make sense for her because Bridget wanted to create her own schedule, be her own boss, and most importantly of all, she wanted to continue being a full-time mom to her three boys. In 2015, Bridget co-author of book, The Energy of Happiness, which is an Amazon number one bestseller. In this book, Bridget shares how she chose to live a life of peace, how she became successful in her business, trusted her intuition, saw the perfection in every situation, how she shifted mindsets, and learned how to be self-confident. As a self-proclaimed reserved and quiet woman, Bridget's bigger vision is to empower women by sharing the story how she made it in MLM. So, Bridget, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Hi, Simon, and thank you for the opportunity for, for sharing on your show. Um, so, yeah, how I got started in network marketing was actually something I wasn't really planning, but I had started a product, and I was two years into the program and had just great success with the products and with fitness and nutrition being such a passion of mine, it just became natural to share the product with people. I was in a position in my life that it was time for me to create an income and get a job. And like you had mentioned earlier, going to a job and, and working in nine to five in an, in an office environment just did not resonate with me. So it was really a perfect fit because I was two years into the company. I love the products. I love you know the whole concept of healthy aging, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. And it was just a perfect fit for me. Um, so what did you what did you do before uh, that time? What was your previous occupation or career? So my background is in human resource management. Um, it's in business administration and entrepreneurship. And when I graduated college for about five years, I worked in an automotive manufacturing company and worked with workers' comp, human resource administration, new hire training, um, hiring new employees. And, just, and I traveled with that corporate job. And after we had our first son, um, it, we just made the decision it was best for me to stay home. So for the next 12 years, I was a stay-at-home mom. And then after that, it was summer 2013 that I actually started the business of network marketing. So you were a customer, a product user for uh, two years before you got yes. started? Yes. Okay. Prior to that, did you ever do uh, network marketing before? 
no network marketing experience at all. No sales experience either. Hmm. So what made you decide to, hey, because um, you're a product user, what made you decide to do it? And how come you didn't decide earlier to do it? You had to wait two years to do, to do it. Well, the reason, you know, over those two years, I did not understand the business opportunity of network marketing. And once I started seeing other people in my company climb up the ranks and earn the income, I was seeing through social media what they were doing, um, the income possibilities, the concept of creating their own lifestyle and travel and, and just there's no limit on the income. That really inspired me. And then going back to I could still be at home full time with my three kids. Hmm. So how old are your three boys? They are 15, 14, and 11. Wow. Okay. That's uh, three within a four-year span. Yes. Yes. So once you got started, uh, you got these boys at home. Did you have success right away or you had some challenges? I I had some challenges. And the, the biggest challenge was really in my head. And... I battled with myself on, you know, putting myself out there. I'm naturally an introvert person. I'm naturally a very quiet and reserved person. So to really talk to people, talk to strangers, to put myself out there on social media, that was really where I got in my way. And so just one day I realized, you know what, I'm getting my in my own way, put that aside, and just made the decision to just go for it. Now... You were wise enough to realize it was you that was holding you back. Uh, a lot of people would say the industry doesn't work, or the profession doesn't work, or the products are too expensive, or the company doesn't work. What made you look inward as opposed to, and having the leadership and the mindset to look, look inward, realize it was Bridget's that had to change and not, what made you do that? Well, I would hear stories of, of other people, um, not just in my own company, but in other companies, that they were just average people, you know, bartenders, school teachers, other stay-at-home moms who they could do it. And I kept thinking, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And then I had um, a business mentor who who could see things in me that I didn't see. And then I had friends that would see things in me that I couldn't see. And just having that little bit of belief that I could do it. And then plus I was in a situation, I really had nothing to lose. It was either do this business, make this work, or go get a job. And I don't mind the work. I don't mind, you know, the the occasional late hours and the early mornings. I don't mind the work. But the whole aspect of getting a job, I just didn't want to do. So it was either, okay, do network marketing or get a job. Hmm. Uh, Going back, you said uh, you you didn't do network marketing earlier because you didn't understand how it worked. Was it, did you see a presentation before and it just didn't click with you, or was it um, someone explained it? Was it okay? I guess the question is: Was it because you never saw a presentation before, or was it finally someone explained it to you differently that it made sense to you? It, you know, I even in, even in that two-year time frame, Simon, as a product user, I even went to company events. I went to other um, nutritional meetings in our company. I was being exposed to opportunity. It just didn't click. And, and what really allowed it to click for me is I, I read a book. It was called the four year career by Richard Brooke. And he really broke it down to the difference between network marketing and sales. And when I read that book, I read that book in a day and that's when it really connected with me on what network marketing was, because he really explained it, you know, that, I didn't know that network marketing was an industry, just like real estate sales, pharmaceutical sales, 
Um, but he really talked about the difference between sales and network marketing. And that's when it really connected for me. So for those who don't know, what, what is the difference between sales and network marketing? So sales was just a, it's just a one-time compensation. Like we sell a car, we, you know, pharmaceutical sales, we, we get compensated just one time on a purchase. Whereas network marketing, we are compensated on our entire team, our entire downline. So it's ongoing and it's not so much who we enroll, but who they enroll, who they enroll. So it can be, you know, 10, 20,000 people large and we're compensated on the entire team versus just one sale. Hmm. So what was the turning point, the aha moment or the light bulb moment that um, you said when you first started, you didn't have much success, you were your own way. So what was the, was the defining moment or something happened and then things clicked and things really took, take off, took, took off for you? Well, it's, it's when I, I started, when, it, when I read the book and I really connected with what network marketing was and I really started connecting with other leaders in, in our company and then other multi, you know, MLM type leaders and just seeing that anyone could do it. It didn't require prior sales experience um, and just having the belief in myself that I could actually do it and just to create, I have big dreams big visions, and I knew that this was going to be the way that I could not only reach the people, but also my bigger vision, I knew that it would be a way for me to reach the mass. I see. What did you, so is there anything specific you uh, did differently after you had to shift the mindset? I stopped processing everything in my mind. I stopped processing of what do I say, how do I say it, who do I talk to. I was you know, making assumptions that, well, they're not going to be interested in the product or they're not going to be interested in the business. I treated everyone equal and I would ask everyone the same questions. I would connect with people the same. I have, uh, you know, the same questions that I ask people to where it almost becomes autonomic. Hmm. That's so, are you like an analytical uh, thinker type? I was very analytical. I still am <laughs> analytical, but I was to the point where I would get stuck in my left brain and I would analyze things so much that by the time, you know, I had figured everything out, it was too late. Mm, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I was smiling when you said that because I know a lot of people, they're trying to think, oh, they, they, they overthink it too much, right? Yes. It's just be yourself. Stop overthinking it. Um, now, before, uh, you know, before we got on, last week when we had talked about, you built a big part of your business through social media. So can you walk us through the process, how you do it? Yes. So I've actually built 99% of my business through so, through various platforms of social media. And what I really learned about social media is, you know, I do share about my product and I share about nutrition, but really it's about showing who you are because I've learned that people, when joining a network marketing company, they're not joining so much the product of their company, but they're joining who you are. And so learning how to be vulnerable and transparent and really showing who you are through social media, it allows people to think, okay, what is she doing? Or, you know, why is she, you know, this way or that way? And it just really creates that curiosity. And for me, I like to talk to people. So I do very little messaging on social media. I'll get the basic questions, the basic answers from people. But I always want to get people on the phone, even for a 10, 15-minute phone call, because I feel like they can hear so much more by voice. And then I can hear them as well, you know, on how serious they really are about the product or the business. Um, before I ask you about the, pro uh, the process, so I think it's fascinating. You build 99% of your business through social media. 
Uh, you mentioned vulnerability. And I think that some people are not comfortable doing that. Give an example of where you make yourself vulnerable. And so people really see like the real Bridget on social media. Can you think of like a post you did recently that showed you like the real you? Yeah, well, um, just as far as being vulnerable, just showing people that we're human, that, you know, my life isn't perfect, that, you know, I struggle with, you know, with things just like, you know, other people do with, with hurt, betrayal. Um, you know, obviously you mentioned earlier being a single mom, I've, I've gone through a divorce. So there's a whole dynamic of that that I have, I've dealt with and I've recovered from. Um, and just really showing people who I am. You know, yes, I'm a mother of three kids. And a lot of my pictures on Facebook are, you know, I'm in dresses and heels because I'm doing presentations. But the reality is, most days I'm in workout clothes and a baseball hat. And just showing people that we are relatable and being vulnerable in that sense that, you know, I don't have to look perfect on social media. You don't have to look perfect. And I think the more relatable you are and to show people that you're human, the more people will connect and want to join with you and your team and want you to coach them in your program. So do you use social media for, obviously, for a co-market too, not just for one market, correct? Yes, yes. So, so walk me through the process. Just say you don't know anyone and uh, right now you exhausted your contact list. So what would you do? How would you, where would you go to meet someone on social media? So if I'm actually prospecting on social media and I'm looking to connect with people, and this is what I did in the beginning, is I would go into other Facebook groups. So um, I am looking specifically for people who are health conscious, who are driven, coachable, entrepreneurial minded, they're committed, they're serious, they're health motivated, wealth motivated. Um, and so I will look in Facebook groups, like maybe it's other network marketing groups, but it's, you know, mom groups, it's fitness groups and the, the search bar, like on Facebook, that's like a Google search, except it's for Facebook. And so I would search into different groups. I would look at the activity in those groups. And then once I would see who was commenting on a certain post, so say for example, it's, um, it's ABC Gym in my hometown of Spartanburg. So I would look at ABC Gym Spartanburg. I would look to see who was commenting, who was posting. I would look at their profile. And if they look like someone that would be a prospect for me, I would send them a friend request. And you can do that in any city. It doesn't have to be just your local city, but I would do it in other cities. And one, one analogy that really helped me with this is I took it back to like the door-to-door sales that we used to have you know, when we were kids, the the Avon and the vacuum cleaners. And basically, Facebook is the same way. Instead of going door to door with sales, we're basically going from page to page and looking to see, okay, is she a qualified product user? Would she be a qualified buyer? And, you know, that's just one of the ways that I would use Facebook to connect with people. So say like you friended me, right? You found me, uh, you found me through a group, you friended me. Uh, Then what happens? Do you send a message to me while you friend me or you wait for me to friend you back and then send a message? What, what, what's the next step? I do. Well, um, if I were reaching out to you first, I would wait for you to confirm my friend request because if you send a message to someone and you're not Facebook friends, it actually goes into a filtered account. So it doesn't come into your inbox. So once you would confirm my friend request, I would message you and say, Hi, Simon. Thanks for the Facebook connection. It's great to connect with you. Um, I see that you live in Los Angeles. What part of Los Angeles do you live in? And I always end my messages with a question so that they have to respond back. And then you would respond, you know, where you lived in Los Angeles. And so what I would always look for with people is 
where's the common ground? Where's our commonality? And so for you, I would say, oh, you live in Los Angeles. You know, all of my family's in Los Angeles and they live in, in the Anaheim, you know, um, area. And I would create that connection there. And then I would create the connection. I see, do you have three boys? I have three boys as well. And then I would ask you, what do you do for a career? Or I would ask you, what are your health goals? And it really is just creating that relationship with people. And for me, I like to create that relationship first because I want to see if you're going to be, if we're going to be compatible to work together in a team. So how many uh, interchanges of messages before um, you get them on the phone? You'll get me on the phone. Um, if I would see, you know, if the dialogue was going well and I felt like you were a qualified lead, then I would say, you know, I would love to connect more with you. Um, and I would just ask for your number and schedule a time to talk and just ask for 15 minutes of your time and then just start the dialogue more. Find out if you were serious about changing the quality of your health um, to see if you were interested in additional income and what income would change the quality of your life. I would continue asking questions and if you're interested, I would send you the information that I have about our product or company and you know, go from there. Do you ever feel weird you just ask a number for, or do people ask you like, why are you asking for my number? Like, I do. I, I did. And, and sometimes I still do. And that's the part, Simon, that I had to get out of my own way because I was in a position, I was so determined to, to make this business work because it was, you know, it was, just, I was just in a position. I had nothing to lose. My back was against the wall. It was either make this business work or, I mean, I, I really, I was at rock bottom when mm -hmm. I started my network marketing business and my back was against the wall. So I really just had to let go of the processing, let go of well, what are they going to think or, and especially being a female, you know, because that can come across a little confusing sometimes, but you know, my conversations have always been very professional and you know, that's just, that's just how it is. But, you know, if, if for some reason, like, we're, we're connecting and, and you're not interested in the health product or you're not interested in the business, then, if anything, we, I've created, a, you know, a great relationship. And it might be a year from now you're interested and say, okay, now I'm ready. I'm asking these questions because a lot of listeners are always curious about this, right, the invite. When you ask for the phone number, do you actually uh, say, do you want to improve your health? We can talk more on the phone. Or do you want to earn extra income? We can talk on the phone. Or do you just say, hey, let's catch up and get to know each other? Do you... How do you ask for that phone number? I ask them when they um, when we're talking about, say, just a product, and I ask them what their health goals are, and they'll say they want to lose weight. Well, how much weight do you want to release? Um, I want to lose 50 pounds. And I'll say, well, let's schedule a time to talk because that way I can be sure to answer all of your questions. Um, when do you have, you know, give me some times and dates that are best available for you because we could go back and forth and chat. But, again, there's just so much more information that, that we can give and get if we're actually on the phone with people. And I, and I preface it up front, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Because in the beginning, and this is one of my lessons learned, I mean, I would get on the phone with, with prospects, and I'd be on the phone for 30, 45 minutes. And we can connect with so many more people when we can really value our time so much better. So when they give you that phone number, they know it's going to be something that can help them. Like, you're going to, you're going to talk to them about something that can either improve their health or their finances already. Right, they're exactly. not going there like code and not knowing what this is about. Right. Yes. Yes. When the call is scheduled, they know that it's about 
the program. And oftentimes, and again, this is just where it's a situation by situation. Oftentimes I will send a video and say, here's, here's a great five minute overview. Be sure to watch this before our call. And that way they have an overview of what the program is and how the program works in your body. And then that way, when we get on the phone, I'll ask, you know, I'll ask him, you know, Simon, did you have a chance to watch the video? And then what questions did you have? Hmm. Do you have a, a routine or like a target? Like, do you have to uh, reach out to five people a day on Facebook or do you have a target like that? Yes, I do. Um, I'll, I'll have a target to connect with at least 10 people on Facebook and about 20 to 30 people on LinkedIn. Wow. Good stuff. I'm just taking some notes down. I'll have these on the show notes. Um, very good. Now, shifting uh, gears a little bit, you're a single mom with three boys. I have to ask you that question. How do you make it happen with three kids and still be able to run a successful business? It's um, the, the biggest secret to that, Simon, is a schedule. I am very scheduled with my time, and I value my time like it's money. Um, it's challenging. I'm, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. There, it is challenging at times, but I learn how to leverage my time and build in the pockets of my time. So my days start fairly early, and um, it might be that I can only produce one or two hours at a time. And then, you know, take the kids to football, you know, weight training. Um, I'm always looking to connect with people. So if we're out at a Starbucks or we're out at football games or, or at practice, I'm always looking to connect with people wherever we go. So that way, again, I'm leveraging my time. Um, this is where I also use social media is I will put a post on social media in the morning and it may be 12 o'clock before I have a chance to take a look at it. But that way, the post is working for me while I'm with my kids or I'm doing prospecting or I'm doing business training with my team. And that way, if I have a post on LinkedIn, a post on um, Facebook, I have a post on Instagram, those are all doing the work for me. And I'm always branding everything with my website, BridgetBartley.com. So that way, you know, any picture that I have, again, they're being linked back to my personal site, which is, you know, a basic site. But the purpose of the site is, okay, she's help, nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and there's a contact me form so they can message me through my website. Hmm. So what is your mornings like? Like when you wake up, you see you wake up really early and I'm a big believer in morning uh, rituals and routines. What's your morning like before the kids, uh, before you take the kids to, before they head off to school? So every morning when I wake up, I, I, I do about a 30-minute quiet time. Sometimes it's about an hour, and I, I have the same quiet time every morning. Um, and I, I, whether, you know, it's, it's a book that I'm reading. I do my meditations, my affirmations, and I do my visualizations for the day. I have a vision board, and so I'll look at the vision board and just envision the same thing. And I even have it broken down by days, whereas... You know, one day I'm going to envision the relationships in my life. One day I'm going to envision the business. The next day it's the children. So that way I'm more focused on what I am, am doing with my vision board. Um, and then I'll do my workout in the mornings. And then the, the, the schedule for the summer is a little different, but I'll do my workout while my children are sleeping. So when I come home, I can get breakfast for them and then wake them up. And then we start our day. And then they, I'll work at home for two, three, four hours. I keep them occupied, you know, with games and stuff, and they're, we're doing different things. I'll work while they're playing, 
We'll take a break, go to the pool, we'll play games, go out for the day, do our activities, and then I'll come back, I'll work two, three more hours. And then a lot of times at night, I mean, when they go to bed, I'm working two or three hours after they go to bed. And again, it's just where it's the pockets of our time. And that's where the challenge can come in sometimes, you know, as a mom working from home, whether you're married or single, is the advantage for it for me is you know, I, I get to spend that time with my kids. My kids are out of school for the summer. You know, it's exciting to be able to take them to the pool. We get to, you know, go to the fun parks and different things. I enjoy being able to do that. And the challenge comes in, you know, yes, I have to get up earlier. And yes, I have to stay up late. Yes, I'm doing calls in the cars. Um, I'm looking always for ways to be innovative for how I can market myself, market my company, market my nutrition so it's always being innovative and being creative with how we can create leads. Fantastic. What time do you uh, wake up in the morning? Between 5 and 5.30. I love that. That sounds really cool. Uh, you know, I also like what you shared about visualization by days. That's the first time I've heard that. I'm a big, big proponent of visualization playing the mental movie. But it's the first time I heard that. That makes so much sense. So one day you focus on health. One day you focus on relationships. One day you visualize your, your family, your kids. Thank you for sharing. It's really good stuff. Good. Absolutely. Uh, what was the worst moment for you in network marketing? The worst moment where you may even regret it. You re- I, I, I guess that's not a real word. Regret that you did this business. You're miserable. But somehow you stuck in there. And because of that, you learned some valuable lessons. And you are where you are today because of that. One of the worst moments I remember specifically, it was one week that I... I, I I think it was one of those weeks I talked to probably a hundred people and I remember it was like a Thursday and I had all these people tell me no. And I was thinking, what more could I do? I've, I've talked to people, I've connected and I, it was all these no's and I was so discouraged. I wanted to throw my phone against the wall cause I felt just discouraged. That's all. It was just one of those wall kicking moments and I wanted to give up. And I thought, what am I doing? Who am I to think that I can that I can build this business? Um, and it was just really discouraging. And so, one of the lessons that I remembered was just to stay consistent. And I thought I was thinking back to all the other network marketing leaders who I had talked to, and I kept hearing in my head, "Stay consistent, stay consistent." And so I did because then I realized, okay, Bridget, the only way to fail is to quit. So I pushed through all the no's and still sometimes being in the business for three years, the no's can be discouraging, but I understand that it's the law of numbers and I've got to go through the no's to get the yeses. And I don't take the no's personal. That was one of the mindsets that I had to learn as well is when they tell you no, don't take it personal because it's not that they don't, it's not about you. It's just, they don't want your product and not to take it personal. So that was one of my biggest challenges. And, you know, throughout this, uh, you, you have three boys, you're doing this business, uh, like, through the pockets of time, and you still had time to write a book, uh, the book Energy of Happiness, which came, which came out last year with Amazon number one bestseller. So share a little bit about the book, uh, why you wrote it, and what's it about? So, yeah, I, and that was one of those things where I love to write, especially late at night and early in the morning, and writing is just a way that I can express my feelings into words. And I just felt like because of the story that I had with with who I was before 
um, going through a divorce, becoming a single mom. I mean, that's a challenge. And I know that there's a lot of women out there that struggle with that as well. And I really felt like it was, it was meant for me to share that as a way of encouraging people that inside, you know, we all have our dreams, ambitions. It's going back to that childlike state of your dreams as a child, who you were meant to become. And as we grow older, we get conditioned with what the world wants from us, what our parents want from us, what our spouse wants from us, and we lose our identity. And writing that chapter for me was just a way to share my story, but to give other people hope. And it was also a springboard for me because I want to write my own book. And that was good experience for me in that sense as well. So I, uh, you describe yourself as a very reserved and quiet lady. How, and uh, you have like confidence issues sometimes. So what tips can you give to, for our listeners who have like low self-esteem or not, who struggled with the same stuff you did before your transformation? Um, one of the things that helped me um, were, were, number one, affirmations, saying that I am affirmations and seeing myself for who I knew that I was capable of becoming. And second of all is realizing that this is not about you. Network marketing is not about you. It's not about what you can achieve in this business and what this is going to do for you. But in your product and in your service, what is this going to do for people? And when I removed myself from the equation and put other people first, that was the key for me. Hmm. What would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing? One of the one of the proudest moments, I remember this like it was yesterday, was the week that, well, when I earned my first five-figure month, but then when my five-figure month became a five-figure week, I remember exactly where I was, texting my best friend, telling her, and that was one of the proudest moments because, again, I go back to, I mean, my back was against the wall. And, and for me in the beginning, it was about the money. And when I achieved that for the first time, that's when I knew that, okay, I'm doing this. It, this is working. That was, that was a very proud moment for me because it, you know, in network marketing, it, it's what you, I mean, you build this. It's what you do for yourself. Nobody else builds it for you. It's, it's you and your team and what you do. It's your dedicated hours. It's your vision, your dedication, your determination, your perseverance. Nobody else can do it for you. And that was one of the proudest moments. Want to know the best places to find new prospects in a new city? What places to advertise and find leads? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you can get How to Find Prospects in a New City course and all my other training courses for free. Normally, these courses sell for $47 on our website, but all MLM Nation Insider members have free access anytime. You definitely want to be an Insider member. Go take a dollar trial and check it out at www.mlmnationinsider.com. That's mlmnationinsider.com. Bridget, as we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, and these could be shorter answers. Okay. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? So one of my favorite quotes was actually by Vincent Van Gogh when he said, um, your profession is not what brings him your paycheck, but your profession is what you're put here on earth to do with such a passion that it becomes spiritual. Mm. That's a good one. I never heard that. That was the first one. First time I've heard that. Uh, Bridget, what is one habit 
that's helped you become successful? Being consistent every single day with prospecting, connecting, and asking questions. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? To be the leader that be the leader that you want to attract and you cannot have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. Mm, that's good. Million that's really good the way you put it. I think most people have a million dollar dream, but the, the minimum <laughs> wage work ethic, just do a little bit and that's it. Right. Right. I love it the way you're sharing is you basically M on issue if you pay attention, you work like basically seven days a week. Right, in the pockets of time, making happen. I think you have to do seven days a week because the rest of the time you have to spend time with your boys and all that. So you really don't have that. You don't really have that like a big chunk of time. There's always like an hour here, an hour there. Never more than probably two or three hours at a time. Right? Exactly. Exactly. What is your uh, favorite prospecting tool? So say you, uh, you know, we talked, we walked through the process before. Um, you, You met the person through Facebook. You talked on the phone. Do you then do a webinar with them or do you actually meet them to show them or do you do like uh, send more online videos? What do you use for like a prospecting tool? Um, for In general, for the prospecting tool, I love using my website because I have everything on my website, the BridgetBartley.com website. But I like to use webinars because I can actually be more personal with people, but also videos. Our company, and I know a lot of companies have videos that we can share and I try to use as much from the company as possible because why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. What is the best advice you ever, you ever received? To be consistent. Don't give up because the only way to fail is to quit. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? But um, recently I just started using Evernote and that has been great with, with new leaders, new associates, but also working and sharing notes with other leaders in our team and company. Yeah. You know, if uh, you seem like you, you're online a lot, you know, highly recommend, I'm doing like free network marketing here. If you get the new iPad pro and have an Apple pencil, it is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I'm actually taking notes here. Uh, I'm taking notes too. Okay. With, with an Apple pencil. And actually, the Evernote would search my handwriting. Actually, can recognize my handwriting and pull things up. It's really incredible. That's great. Uh, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? My uh, favorite book is um, specifically, actually, for women. It's The Have It All Woman by Susan Sly. She really talks about, as a um, professional network marketer who is married, she talks about the balance of business and family and relationships with sleep and nutrition. And I, that book really resonated with me as a mom who is a businesswoman and ml nation i know you love audio because you're listening to this show so if you haven't already you can get an amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com that is mlmnationbook.com now bridget here's the last question the million dollar question are you ready i'm ready here's the million dollar question imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one so you didn't even know your kids okay you knew no one you didn't know your best friend so you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, but they spoke English. And you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What is the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? You know, Simon, I would actually do the same thing. I would create a brand on social media, and I would build through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, the regret, what I would know now, because having the wisdom now is – I wouldn't process it to hold myself back. 
but I would start and build on social media because it's global. You can reach anybody and everybody across the world through social media. What's the first group that you joined? Without thinking right now, right off the top of your head. It was a fitness group. Okay, because obviously you're very into fitness, right? Yes. Yeah, so cool. I guess I think the lesson is just do what you like to do. Like you're into fitness. That'll probably the, that'll be the first group you join. Very good, um, Bridget. Thank you so much for your time. As we wrap up, and you gave a you gave amazing, amazing training here, advice, especially about time management and social media. Uh, as we wrap up, wrap up, any last words or advice? And then, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and contact you? My best advice would be just you know have your goals, write them down, and break them down. And, and accomplish them piece by piece. Because a lot of times when we look at the goal as the bigger picture, it can sometimes overwhelm us. Just break it down and work every day to reach that goal because it's that daily consistent action and that compound effect that will help us reach that goal. And the best way for listeners to learn about me or contact me is through my website, BridgetBartley.com, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E-B-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Bridget Bartley. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMation.net and type in Bridget. It's B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E. B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E at the search bar in the show notes. And Bridget's orders her links to how you can reach out to her will be right there. And definitely, if you want to, she just gave it an awesome, awesome social media training. If you want to learn how to how to, you know, basically, like she said, be vulnerable and market yourself. Definitely connect with her online. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Bridget, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again, Bridget, and God bless you. Thank you so much, Simon. Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an ML Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but with your dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan with a recap with an amazing training from Bridget Bartley. Wow, whew. Um, this is so cool, especially with social media where she walked through the process. You know, uh, we put together the post, there's a blog post with the top uh, ML Nation podcast that talk about social media, and this will be ranking up there. So you definitely want to, you can go check that out. Uh, well, I guess we'll put a link on the show notes page. Some break aha moments, you know. Um, the first one is the biggest challenge, you know, Bridget was wise enough to realize the biggest challenge why she was stuck where she was at was in her head. And Whatever the you know, if you haven't achieved the success you are, it is you. It's not the company's fault. And Bridget actually, we talked off uh, off the interview. She doesn't really have any upline support. You know, maybe the head office helps out a little bit, but she has no really uplines to help her. She did everything herself. But that's the attitude it takes to be successful, right? She's like, oh, I know she didn't blame. Well, uh, the products don't work. Oh, I have no support. I have no one down here in South Carolina. She had no one, but she figured it out herself. You know, it's one of the things was. You have to be different. You have to change. And she realized she used to, she's an analytical type. She used to over. She was overthinking, analyzing prospects. What approaches? You know, uh, how do I talk to this person? Overthinking it. Just be natural. Be with the flow, right? And it, it will make sense. It will work out for you. So stop overthinking. 
uh, again, the biggest challenge, you have to ask yourself, what do you need to change? Because your current situation is a result of all the things you did in the past and the way you are. So if you want to, like Jim Rohn told me, if you want your income to change, you must change. Bridget was like, you know, she felt uh, she was shy. She didn't feel confident. She was overthinking. She realized, because she saw other people with no, you know, no college degrees, high school degrees, or what, you know, waiter, waitresses, all type of backgrounds become successful. So it's all up in the mindset, right? It's all up in the mind. Another thing she uh, was a aha moment for it is like, network marketing is about duplication. It's not just about making sales. And you have to put others first. When she stopped thinking about is Bridget, 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 what I have to do, and put others first, it took the tension off of her. And that's how she became, she stopped you know, instead of being aware and worried about her insecurities or her issues were, she focused on others. And that makes you tell you, that was make you stop overanalyzing and also stop, you know, you stop getting nervous because you think about it. You're, you're only nervous when you think about yourself, right? If you start, if you start thinking about others, what, what's there to be nervous about? Oh, about other people, right? If you start thinking about, oh, how are people going to look at me? How, am I going to say the right thing? You're, again, you're thinking about yourself already. It's not about you. Focus your attention on others, and a lot of nervousness will decrease, and the self-confidence will go up. You know, the social media, I can walk. I don't want to go, take the time to go through the exact step-by-step, but important thing is be relatable. Show who you are because people are buying you, and that's incredible. She built 99% of her business through social media, right? So vulnerable. Show the mistakes, and she talked about... Uh, about being her divorce, like more than, a, I don't know if you can't track, at least three times, two or three times there. I think at least two or three times, yeah, about her divorce. And that's not something be, people may want to talk about, but she openly shares that, right? She's a relatable, she's human. She doesn't talk about all, her bling, all the success she's had and she's a six-figure earner and all that because some people may not relate to it, but they relate to how she is as a mom and stuff. She, she's really into fitness, stuff like that. So, um, and by the way, she had mentioned the book, um, uh, the Four-Year Career by Richard Brooke. Highly recommended. We'll put it in the show notes page. Definitely check out that book, okay? Now, her Facebook process is really um, getting meeting people online and bringing them to the phone, okay? Not just messaging back and forth. And we had talked about this with Frazier Brooks, too. You know, messaging people back and forth, and then they will connect on the phone as well, right? Because on the phone, you can hear people's voice. And where do you find these people? Go to groups. And she talked about in the million-dollar question, do what you like. If you like basketball, join a basketball group. If you like fitness, go join a fitness group. If you like sewing, go join a sewing group. That's the cool thing about Facebook. On the graph search, it's like a Google for Facebook. You can find all types of groups there. So connect with people, meet friends. And she sets a target. She wants to connect with 10 people on Facebook a day and 20 to 30 people on LinkedIn. Now, that doesn't mean just send out 10 invites. You may need to do 100, connecting with 100 people to get those 10. Right, and a really good valuable tip was she does not message people until they accept a friend. Because if you message people before you uh, they accept a friend, the message goes to their filter box. So big, big tip there. Thank you for sharing that. Last thing is time management. Uh, actually, two more things. Time management. It's really time is money. If you really treat every second as money, you'd be really much more stingy and cheap with your time. You wouldn't be throwing your time everywhere. And you know, with three boys, she Bridget has to do it. She builds the business seven days a week. Because she never gets in the time. You know, if you have, you know, at a job, you can be at a job for eight hours. It's not like that in MLM. You're building a part-time. At most, you know, you have maybe two hours. You're building up bits and pieces and pockets of your time. And you got to make the most out of it. So uh, she's super productive. She schedules everything. Everything is scheduled. And um, the other thing is the routines, her morning routines 
every a lot of successful people uh, that I've talked to all have some certain type of morning routines. And one of the big aha moments I got out there, I thought was really cool, was visualization. Being able to visualize uh, different things for different days. So for one day, it could be about her business. The next day, about relationships. The next day, about her health. Really, really good stuff. So she's really focused on that. And she's living the visualization. It's like a movie. She's always seeing how Bridget is, what the person she's going to become. And the affirmations, the mental movie. I always talk about that's the most important movie that you can play in your life. It's the one that's in your mind about yourself. She's always playing that. And that helped her, you know, rise from like a reserved and quiet woman with lack of self-esteem to the confident leader she is today. So amazing show. Definitely connect with her. Go to mlnation.net. Search for Bridget. That's B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E. At the search bar, pop up. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, they mean a lot to the team, but also so it becomes more searchable on iTunes. Other distributors can find this valuable training that can help them grow in their business. We're all in one community here. And share this with the MLM community. Share on Facebook. Tag others. Uh, thank Bridget. Connect with her. And thanks for listening, MLM Nation. Thanks for being a proud, proud. I mean, I'm loud and proud to be in network marketing. It is awesome to hear how it's changed lives. So struggling, stay-at-home mom with three kids, and now six-figure income, all making it through social media. Really, really cool stuff. And by the way, don't forget, she uses social media, but she talks on the phone, contacts people. Never, never, never forget that. It's just not messaging, messaging people. You do have to talk because it is a relationship business. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen. I'm loud and proud to be a network marketer. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.